Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Yesterday, the uh, provincial government uh, made it official. We had speculated earlier in the week. A number of news sources were uh, reporting that uh, the government was going to announce a uh, reduction in uh, tuition fees for uh, post-secondary education. And uh, yesterday it was announced that there would indeed be a rollback with tuition fees being cut by 10%. Uh, there is a mixed reaction, shall we say, to, uh, to the government announcement. But to uh, get some clarity on this, we're pleased to welcome to the program the Minister of Training, Colleges and Universities, Marilee Fullerton, joins us here on the Bill Kelly Show uh, to talk about what's going on. Minister, thank you so much for the time. It's good to have you with us today. Well, you're very welcome. Thank you, Bill. Let's uh, maybe uh, start with, at the beginning here and outline exactly uh, what the motivation was. Why make the cut to, to tuition fees? What, well, we had been hearing uh, during the election campaign and after from students. Students were telling us uh, verbally and through emails and letters uh, that tuition fees uh, were too high and that they needed uh, relief uh, from the skyrocketing costs of, of tuition. And so our focus has been to look at how we could achieve that um, and making sure that students and families who needed support the most uh, in, in terms of uh, OSAP and assistance could um, could be accommodated and uh, supported. So this is the tuition fee of 10% reduction is part of a, a three-part package. The second part is the um, opening up the um, student fees or ancillary fees, sometimes called mandatory fees that students pay, and allowing them to be empowered in, in making choices in their education and their the financial component as well. And, and the other part, of, of course, is the OSAP sustainability. And, and we heard from students in terms of the ancillary fees. We heard from the Auditor General about OSAP. And in her report in 2018, which was not so long ago, uh, she indicated that it was on an unsustainable path. And uh, the trajectory we were on was risking um, the potential of uh, unsustainability for the program. So if we wanted to maintain OSAP sustainable, then we needed to address how we could assist students. Um, and that was tied in with the tuition reduction of 10% and changes and reduction in the in more empowerment in student fees. So this was a package for students. Um, and the first one obviously being the historic, unprecedented tuition fee reduction of 10% for all colleges and university programs that are publicly assisted. But one, one of the concerns the that, I, I don't know you've heard this over the last, I guess, few yeah. hours since you made the announcement, Minister, is, uh, is that what this does is, in many people's minds, it makes it more difficult for low-income families to send children to post-secondary education. Uh, in other words, people that don't need government assistance or OSAP are still going to get a 10% reduction. Others are going to have more, have more difficulty qualifying for OSAP if they can even get that and maybe not be able to afford uh, to go to post-secondary education at all now. Yeah, well, I, I disagree completely uh, because our focus on this reform um, was not only giving tuition relief to all students across Ontario for college and university, but it was uh, we had a focus on how to support families at 50000 and under in income, and we've actually increased the share of OSEP grants uh, going to families uh, and would have, that have students um, at $50,000 or under. So we've increased the share of those grants to support um, people who need it the most, students and families who need it. That was the focus of these reforms. Are, are, so those, are those minister going to be totally grants, or is there going to be a payback portion of that as well? Well, what we've done is looked at various ways to support all students through this, uh, particularly students at $25,000 uh, with annual, under annual income. And that's what the previous government had, and we've maintained that. It's called uh, 
um, it's a support system for low income Mm -hmm. um, through the repayment assistance plan. And that's why I say this has to be taken as a package. Also, students will be seeing um, uh, being empowered in the uh, the option to choose the uh, student fees that they see important for them. And and this is potentially um, a very important initiative for students to be engaged in in their campus life, in their education, and in, in, in their finances as well. But the, the tuition relief an average student at college uh, will see a $340 reduction per year this next academic year. For an average student, in, a student in a, an arts and science degree in an undergraduate program at university, they would see about a 660 degree, uh, six, uh, 660. Sorry, I said this so many times now. $660 reduction in tuition uh, for their academic year, and and it increases with other programs as well. So an engineering program at Carleton University, for instance, $1,120 in savings, uh, and that's putting money dollars back in students' pockets. Uh, students across Ontario, every student will benefit from that. But I'd also point out to the actions our government has already taken to make life more affordable for for students and people, and and looking at um, you know how we're we're decreasing various fees. Um, for instance, uh, the lift program for low income earners on on minimum wage, they will not uh, pay provincial uh, tax. Uh, well, let's. We I, that, and, and we, yeah, we d- and we did talk about those a couple of days ago yeah. when you made those yeah. announcements. But I want to focus on on, on the uh, announcement that you made yesterday, yeah. and, and part of the pushback that uh, that we've heard. And I, I was talking to some families uh, last night, in fact, that have students, uh, family, kids uh, that are going to post secondary education, mm-hmm. uh, and and they're concerned about the impact this is going to have on the institutions themselves. Because let's face it, the tuition that's being paid. It's not a tax. That goes to the university, and it's one of the leading f- sources of funding for universities, and they're all going to take a significant hit. We found out yesterday McMaster University here in Hamilton is going to take about a $22 million shortfall. Uh, when you don't get as much money, Minister, it's a, it's a simple mathematical formula here. If you don't have as much, well, you can't supply we, services. Are we going to see professors being let go? Are we going to see programs being cut? That's going to well, have an impact we, on, it, on, on the quality of education, isn't it? Well, what we've seen... Um, And I can tell you that that the important part of this is putting students first. We want to work with institutions, colleges, and universities to make sure um, that they continue to offer high-quality programs. Uh, But we know that the 10% reduction in tuition fees does not translate to a 10% reduction um, in in um, operating funds for universities and colleges, it actually only translates to about a two to four uh, percent reduction. They have streams from other sources of revenues, uh, and this is an important point that that uh, needs to be highlighted. We want to work with post-secondary education institutions to make sure um, that they can continue to offer. Um, high-quality programs. We heard loud and clear from students that tuition was too high. And the previous government, unfortunately, what they did was they used um, uh, OSAP to, to subsidize higher and higher tuition fees to the point the Auditor General uh, reported that if this was not sustainable, that costs were ballooning. So if we want to make sure that OSAP is sustainable for students and families who really need it, then we have to address all these things as a package. 
how do we maintain the assistance for students and families who need it most? That was in the front of our minds when we made these reforms. Maintain uh, um, affordable, accessible post-secondary education for all students across Ontario. Well, and, uh, and, and therein lies the, the debate that's going to happen. Uh, our, our time is tight, and I, I really do appreciate you uh, joining us uh, on the program this morning to explain that to you. Thank you so much, Minister. Thank you so much. Take care. That's uh, Marilee Fullerton, the Minister of Colleges, uh, Universities, and Training, uh, making the announcement about the the cut. Now, as I say, we've reached out to some of the post-secondary educations. Last night on uh, Global News at 5.30 and 6, uh, Travis Delrange, uh, who is the Queen's Park Bureau Chief for Global News, uh, also did some extensive research. He joins us here on the Bill Kelly Show to bring us up to speed on this. Travis, thanks so much for joining us today. It's been a busy couple of days. It's been a busy week for you, really. <laughs> it has been. The house not sitting. Listen, yesterday uh, uh, yesterday on the report, I know that you, uh, you talked to some university representatives, and, and they've got some serious concerns about this announcement. Yeah, you know, obviously, uh, you know, I was listening to your interview there with the minister. Uh, there's, a, there's a bit of spin there, uh, because universities are very concerned. We talked to, uh, you know, some representatives yesterday who said, this is going to result in hundreds of millions of dollars that are lost, and that will result then in universities not proceeding with new initiatives, programs, etc. So there certainly is a concern on the university, and there's also a concern um, when it comes to students. We were talking to the Canadian Federation of Students, who's holding a rally today on the grounds of Queen's Park. Uh, they say that they are extremely concerned about this, and one of the big issues, they say, is that the, the ministry didn't consult with any student groups on this, uh, and they say that they would like to have been consulted to tell them where they wanted to see uh, this conversation go and ultimately uh, help direct policy on it. That's an interesting point, because I, I, as I say, watching your reporting last night, and, and Alan Carter, of course, who talked to the minister on the news last night, uh, and, and, and again, she just repeated here that, uh, you know, we heard from students, and, and you've talked to the students' associations to say, well, they didn't hear from us because they didn't call. As a matter of yeah. fact, they, as you mentioned yesterday, a number of those associations tried to reach out to the government and didn't get any response multiple times and and so they say that you know the minister did not respond to letters phone calls etc so i mean they they are we've talked about this on a number of issues they're consulting uh on some things they're not consulting on others and this was one where they were, were kind of moving ahead uh you know the, the issue when it comes to uh family income is something else that students highlight they say well not you know just because my parents make X amount of money doesn't necessarily translate into uh, me having all of that income. And so, you know, the, their concern that the bar being lowered from $175,000 to qualify, that's family income to qualify for OSAP down to uh, 140 is going to limit access for people. And that's something else the universities highlighted as well. Mm -hmm. Students will have access. Those people wanting to go into post-secondary will have access to it now. By the way, one of the other issues that you pointed out yesterday that uh, I just didn't really make the the press release up from the government, uh, they've cut out the grace period for paying back OSAP loans. Uh, there used to be a period of a few months uh, where you could kind of get on your feet. I, I, I guess they're anticipating you're going to get a job the day after you graduate. That, that's pretty presumptuous, isn't it? And that really gave students a bit of flexibility once they get out of school. You know, I mean, I, I went to university a while ago, but certainly I didn't have a job the day after I graduated. There was a six-month grace period uh, where they didn't need to pay interest on, on loans. That is now completely gone. Uh, what is new, and the minister talked about this a little bit, is a student choice initiative um, where students are allowed to pick and choose 
some of the fees that they pay. There's a concern about that as well because, you know, some of the student unions and organizations and clubs and extracurricular activities that, you know, make up student life on campus, those now are in jeopardy of, of you know, students now picking and choosing what they want to fund and what they don't want to fund. And, of course, that, that could lead to the reduction of some of those clubs as well. Yeah, and that's a long list. And, and I guess it would vary from institution to institution. But, you know, and again, talking to some of the people in so, involved in some of these, I mean, it can be peer support. It could be uh, uh, actually mental and physical health programs, uh, bus passes, affordable bus passes. That's a big issue at every uh, university and college campus right now. That money's got to come from somewhere. And that fee was actually uh, one of the sources of it. And you got to wonder uh, about how viable that's going to be now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the NDP, uh, they came out swinging yesterday, as did uh, former Premier Kathleen Wynne, who, who says that, you know, despite what the Auditor General said in her report, and the minister's correct in saying this, uh, Bonnie Lissick did say in her, her recent report that, uh, you know, OSAP funding and financial aid funding under the previous Liberal government was ballooning. It was uh, a bit out of control. It was headed towards a cost of about $2 billion a year. Uh, but, you know, we put that question to, to Premier, to former Premier Wynn, uh, and she said, well, that, we think that that was a good thing. That, that showed us that, you know, there were more people accessing education, and so, you know, we were going to incur some of those costs, and, and, and more people with lower incomes could access education under this plan. She says that that has now changed. Travis, did you get any sense uh, as to uh, the focus of some of these? And one of the ones that jumped out at us is uh, we've got an institution right down the street from the radio station here, Columbia College, which is about 95% uh, foreign students. Uh, They don't get this break. Why not? So, yeah, so that that is something else to point out. It's a good point. Uh, You know, international students, they are... That, that is going to re- remain unregulated in terms of their tuition. And there's also a concern uh, from international students. I, I mean, my intern yesterday uh, at, at Queen's Park, he's an international student, right? He, he's from Africa. He's paying uh, mm-hmm. a lot of tuition right now. And one of the things he was telling me when we were researching the story is, I, I wonder now if my tuition is going to go up as a result of universities putting that burden and that, uh, you know, that, that loss of revenue onto them instead. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a balancing act, isn't it? And, I mean, universities are going to be hard-pressed. I know the minister uh, just told us that, uh, you know, they have other revenue sources, but we also know that those revenue sources are drying up. Uh, corporate donations and things of this nature have, have shrunk considerably, uh, which is giving the universities and colleges, uh, the, 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 I guess, basically more opportunity now to rely on, on, on money. And that seems to be drying up from the, the, at least the, the, this provincial government now anyway. And you got to wonder what the ramifications are going to be. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, we will see where this goes, but certainly uh, it is yet another debate. And uh, I should mention as well, on another front, uh, I, I don't know if we, you had talked about this on your show, but uh, on another area, completely aside, the, the government has chosen to reduce the uh, number of local integration health networks. So they're firing on a number of different uh, pistols here, and this certainly, this OSAP, uh, you know, uh, cuts to OSAP and also the tuition cut is, is causing great debate. So when Travis shows up at work at Queens Park, I, I don't think you've ever, ever since you've taken over as Queens Park bureau chief, said, "Hey, I don't want to get. What am I going to talk about today?" Uh, they're, they're pretty good at providing you with a lot of fodder here, aren't they? And there's more to come next week, I believe. You bet. Yeah. Well, we'll be watching five thirty tonight on Global News. Uh, thanks, Travis, for this. Have a great weekend. You too, Bill. Take care, Travis Downraj, of course, Queens Park bureau chief for Global News. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.